0: hope to many around the globe transforming lives into legacies live in word with pastor mensah otterville and now today's word jesus chose baptism for you to get up there you have to be immersed you have to be submerged and you have to submerge yourself secondly Baptism represents identification. Identification is sharing with others, sharing other people's experiences. Baptism allowed Jesus to identify with mankind. Though he was not a sinner, he identified with sinners. And on the cross, he finally took all our sins and suffered in our place. But it started on that day at the Jordan River, when he decided to identify with sinners. You can't win a people you don't identify with. If you feel superior to them, you can't help them. Can you imagine if you, if you want to sell commodities, maybe you start a small shop, but you think you are better than your customers. Which is what sometimes I think some business people feel, some market women feel. They feel they are better. And so they are no patience for people and they insult other people. What's going to happen? Customers will leave you. Why? Because you cannot identify with them. You may find a customer who comes to your shop who is very confused and takes one product and puts it down another one puts it down another one puts it down and he's comparing prices and you may be impatient but you have to understand his money is limited (laughs) identify share with his frustration here is a man who has five cities and he has to buy five things for five children money is not elastic for him And he has to find. How do I buy five? He has, what about this? And what about that? And what about. And after some time, you get frustrated with him and say, leave me alone. Buy something. But if you identify with him and understand his calamity, you'll be patient to advise him, to help him to make the right choice. You gain a customer. Baptism helps us to identify with people. God will always create opportunity for you to feel empathy for people, to feel for people. Jesus experienced identification in baptism. The third thing about baptism is that baptism is an illustration. It's a story. It shows an example. What Jesus did was that he was showing an example. Jesus was painting a picture of discipleship. He was illustrating to us. He was telling us how it's supposed to be done. That day at the Jordan River, Jesus painted a picture to illustrate our attitude in life. If you really believe that God has called you to greatness, you want to leave an example, don't you think so? You want to leave an example. Because your life is always on record for somebody to, to see. My life is on record for my wife to see. If I'm a hypocrite, my wife would be the first person to know I'm a hypocrite. And when I'm preaching, he'll be looking at me some way. My children would know I don't preach. I don't practice what I'm preaching. I'm a liar. I'm a thief. I have to live in such a way that my life is an illustration of what I talk about. That's what every parent tries to do to set a good example. I have to try to be an illustration to my congregation. Remember, your life is always an illustration to somebody. It's a drawing for somebody. It's a picture for somebody. It's an example for somebody. And that's why you need to go through that process. You know, if, if, you, if you went through, you know, and, and you cheated at your exam, and, and your five-year-old comes and says, Daddy, the mathematics is so hard. You say, oh, what are you going to tell him? Learn hard? No, you can't tell him learn hard because you didn't learn hard. So you're probably going to say, well, you know, it's hard, but, you know, uh, we can pay our way through. Is that the illustration you want to give? So one reason why you go through the experience is because you want those who come after you to see a good example. It's hard, it's difficult, but that's the example. You're setting an example. When Jesus came that day to the Jordan, he had you and me in mind, living in Accra, Ghana, where big people can always cut corners. And he was telling us, if you want to be big and your children to be big, don't exempt them. And don't exempt yourself. Go through the experience. It will be an illustration. And the fourth thing about baptism, it's not just an illustration. It's also an introduction. It's an introduction. It starts something new. It is the way you start your life. This is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. He wanted to start right, not cutting corners. This is how Jesus wanted to be introduced to the world. The way you start a process will influence the entire process. If you start with lies and cheating, you'll be influenced to continue lying and cheating as you move on. Lies are very, very stubborn. Have you noticed how powerful they are? If you tell one lie, you may have to live with it for the rest of your life. You lie one day and say, Well, instead of saying you are twenty-five years, you say you are 19 in order to play for the Black Stars <laughs> or to play <laughs> or to play for some foreign team. Now, it may get you to start, but you're gonna find out for the rest of your life, you know you are 25. But you say 19, and at a certain point, when you say 19, you you feel very, very weird because your bones don't feel like 19. (laughs) And it's gonna pursue you, pursue you. And many of us get pursued with the introductions we gave of ourselves. And I'm not gonna say it's easy. All of us are tempted to give wrong introductions, to lie, to cheat, to exempt, and then you realize I have to hold on with this for the rest of my life. I have to continue with this wrong image for the rest of my life. Jesus says, I'm going to be introduced to the world. I have to do it right. I have to be introduced right. Because this is going to be my image for the rest of my life. And it has to be done right. Baptism was his introduction. It was how he started. It was how He showed himself to people. It was how he shared with people's experiences. You can't be exempted. You have to go through the experience. Greatness is possible, but greatness will always come at a price. Just want to encourage all parents here, you know, many times you want to do things for your children when you are a parent. You want to make life easier for them, which is which is good. If you didn't wear sandals to school, at least get your children sandals to go to school. Make life easier. That's not cheating. That's comfort. The children used to, you used to go and fetch water at a standpipe in the morning to come and bath to go to school. Now you have tap at home. Don't tell your children, go and fetch water. It doesn't make sense. That's not exemption. That is just dealing with the new state of your life. But there are certain lessons of life, humility, sharing, hard work, disciplines that every child must learn, and you cannot exempt your children from it. Because if you do, and you think they will become great very, very quickly, they may jump high, but there will be nothing supporting them underneath because they didn't build the experience. If you're a businessman, and people are telling you, oh, there are these shortcuts and that shortcut, and you can do this and you can do that, don't take the shortcuts. You may jump up, but there will be nothing underneath you. And when you come crashing, you go deep and probably never surface again. It's better you go through the process. It's always difficult going through submerging. Because when you're submerged, there is a time nobody sees you. It looks like you've vanished. You are are gone before you emerge. That's the experience. But then it doesn't end there that... The third thing that happened that day was the exaltation, was the lifting up. When God showed up, this is reward time. The exemption, the experience, the exaltation. This is when Jesus is now going to be lifted up. He's gone down, he's about to be lifted up. And three things happened that day. First is that Jesus was given access. The Bible says the heavens were opened. That's the first thing when Jesus that happened when Jesus came out from the water. The heavens were opened. He had access to operate. I don't know about you, but when the heavens open over you, everything becomes easy. It's better to Operate under an open heaven Than under a shut heaven But you don't get The open heaven by exemption You get the open heaven through the Experience That's when the heaven's Open, favor is poured Upon him You know many times when we see people Who have experienced God's favor We think it's magic, favor is not magic Favor Is God saying You've gone through the experience. Now it's time for you to enjoy what you work for. If you go through the experience, God will show you favor. The heavens will open. Today, it may seem as if you've been submerged, but your day of open heavens is coming. And when that day comes, God will cause the heavens to smile upon you. The first thing that happened... Is access the second thing that Jesus received that day was authority? Authority the Bible says the Holy Spirit came like a dove and alighted on him, settled on him. The Holy Spirit settled on him. I don't know about you, but I think it's a good thing for the Holy Spirit to settle on you. It means you now have authorization, you have permission, you have. Empowerment, you have ability, you can now do what you have to do. Authority, but the authority didn't come from exemption. Can you imagine if Jesus had exempted himself, all these things would not be happening? The heavens would not be open, the Holy Spirit would not be upon him if he had exempted himself. And the third thing that happened that day was approval, God's approval. The father testified of him publicly. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Everybody heard it. A sound from heaven. We want that. We want approval. We want to be publicly testified of. We want God to showcase us as his case of success. We want to receive authority from the Holy Spirit. We want access. But for Jesus, this did not come through exemption. It came through experience. May I suggest to you, my friends, that God is going to require the same from you That if you go through the experience, then his approval will be upon you. His authority will be upon you, and you have access. The heavens will open upon you. But if you go through the route of exemption, you are denied the open heavens. I don't know what state you're in. Maybe you feel you should exempt yourself. Don't go through it. You know, as, as a pastor in this church, sometimes I see people who want exemption all the time. They want to be members, they don't want to go through membership class. <laughs> they want to marry, they don't want to go through counseling. You know, people are trying to cut corners all the time. Oh, can I just do one? Can I, can I just do half? You know, can, can you waive it? You may exempt yourself, but you will shut the heavens over your life. No matter how you love somebody, you need to be counseled. <laughs> And don't go and marry somewhere at the Registrar General's and just come and say, well, I've married anyway. Yeah, you've married anyway, but you went through exemptions. You didn't go through experience. Go and sit in the counseling class. Go and register your relationship. Go through the counseling. Even if you think you know, go through it. You say, but I know it. I've read all the books. Go through it. Jesus was not a sinner, but he went through it. Membership class, and say, well, I, I, I'm already from another church. I know I'm even an associate pastor there, and I've come here. Go through it! It will not kill you. Jesus did not die. But what greater testimony for somebody to see somebody so high submit so low. It's not a disadvantage. It is actually a powerful testimony Of greatness. Humility is always admirable. When you go through the experience, you are not belittling yourself. You are permitting God to bless you. You are permitting God to open the heavens over you. You are permitting God to show his approval over your life. So those are the three things that happen. Now, years later... Jesus now is in ministry. And uh, his disciples come to him in Matthew chapter 20. I want you to have in mind what, what has happened here at the Jordan. And as we read Matthew chapter 20, verse 20 to 28. Two of the disciples of Jesus went to talk to their mama. As always boys like to do, talk to their mama for the mama to go and see the boss, to ask for special exemptions for them. (laughs) Parents, be careful. Your children will come to you, oh, ask for exemptions, so I don't take the exam, so I don't do this, I don't go and do the PE, I don't run. Well, so let's see what mama did. Matthew chapter 20, 20 to 28. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with her sons kneeling down and asking something from him. I can almost see this woman. It's, 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 like, it's like my mother. It's like your mother kneeling down. Oh, is pleading for the children. Oh, give them exemption. Oh, help them. Listen to what she's asking for. It's a great woman. And Jesus said to her, what do you wish? She said to him, grant, (coughs) grant, (laughs) that these two sons of mine may sit, one on your right hand, and one on your left in your kingdom. This is every mother's greatest desire. My children should be the boss. One is president, the other is vice president. My children, that's what we suffer for. You carry them nine months. You want them to do well, so Mama comes and says to Jesus, "I need some exemption." I see you have all these guys, Peter there, and I, I see there, there's Bartholomew, you know that guy there, and I see you know there's just Judas there, and there's Philip, you know. I like them, but these are my boys. They are very special. Okay. Verse 22, but Jesus answered and said, you don't know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? And they said to him, we are able. (laughs) They're not thinking. They're still thinking of exemption. So he said to them, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on the left is not mine to give, but it's for those who, to whom it is prepared by my father. And when the ten headed, it, they were greatly displeased with the two brothers. In other words, the ten too. They, they too, they, they wish their mama had come to ask for the same thing, and they, their mamas were not very assertive. So they were very displeased. Hey, what's going on? Somebody's trying to take the crown from us. Verse 25, but Jesus called them to himself and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to be great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come, To be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Why did Jesus say? Because he had painted the picture at the Jordan. That is how he did it. And Jesus is telling this woman, if you want your boys to be great, go to the Jordan and learn from me. I didn't come announcing myself great. I came submitting myself to John. And if you want your boys to be great, you don't start by asking for grants. He says, number one, you need to drink the cup. Drink the cup. Drink the cup. That means you have to pay the price. Drink the cup. Pay the price. Number two, you have to share in my baptism. That means you have to die to yourself Your selfish ambitions You have to die to it You have to be down You have to be ready to go down And he asked the two boys Are you ready to do that? They said yeah So Jesus had to add a third one Even if you did that You still can't promote yourself You have to allow God to set you So even if you have had the experience You have to wait for God To lift you. Christianity is not about self-promotion. It's not about how well you advertise yourself. It's whether God's hand is upon you. When Jesus came out from the water, he didn't say, well, I've finished now. Everybody know I'm the son of God. No, he came out from the water and he left it to God And God was the one who opened the heavens. God was the one who brought the Holy Spirit. And God was the one who spoke. You've paid the price, but don't promote yourself. Allow God to set you. Everything Jesus is telling them is what happened in the Jordan. And he says, that's how it happens. You don't ask for grants. And then he tells them, you have to be a servant. You have to serve your way to greatness. You have to be a servant. Serve your way to greatness. So, there you have it. You can't have any shortcut to greatness. If you want to really rise to be the person God wants you to be, don't ask for exemptions, don't try to exempt yourself. There's some experience that may taste bitter, but they are good medicine for you. Sometimes, serving under somebody is the most frustrating experience in life, but it's good. There are some people who go to report their bosses to their parents. Mama, my boss is. Mama, my boss. Mama, 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 and then mama gets angry and goes to the office to fight. Like some of you, your parents used to fight for you at school. Teacher says you have to do that and do that assignment or run or do whatever they said you have to do. Then you go to report to mama and mama comes to fight the teacher. So you are exempted. But what you forget is that there is an experience you didn't go through. It was designed for your good, but you didn't go through. Don't exempt yourself and don't let people exempt you. What is necessary for you, go through it. It includes serving under people. It includes being under. It includes submerging yourself. It includes identifying with people, sharing in other people's experiences. It includes learning the hard lessons of life. And when you do that, and you've done that, don't announce your achievement to everybody. If you please God, He will open the heavens and He will show His approval upon your life. And He's going to make all men know that you are His approved. Even when you are in a corner, He will drive people to you. He will lead people to you. He will bring you to the place of greatness. We learn from Jesus that if you want to really be great, you don't take the shortcuts. You go through the experience. And God will show you his approval. Amen. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebile, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Oteby. Email autoville at centralgospel.com or call plus 233 302 688 000